Okay, Shalom Aleichem, welcome everybody to Tuesdays with Torah, our first get-together after the uh, holidays, the wonderful holidays that we had, the whole series of holidays, and uh, it's good to see uh, everybody back, especially our sponsor tonight, Carlos, everybody, but Carlos, sponsored this year, sponsored by Carlos Wiggle, for Efur Shalema, for Sarah Miriam Bat Sarah. Um, Carlos told, told us a little bit about uh, this woman. This woman is uh, somebody who opened up his house. There's a Chabad mother. And um, for him, as he was journeying on the path, together with his friends, and the house was always open. So we, uh, regardless, we always wish everybody, but especially for her, such a wonderful, wonderful woman, she should... Um, Mitzvah have a full refuah shlema. She should get out of the hospital really, really quick and um, be together with all of us in health and wealth and then simcha. Okay, so um, it's not a coincidence. Chaim, you mind putting the AC on lower? It's getting warm in here. You know how to do it? Just go add down arrow. Okay, so it's not a coincidence, by the way, Mayor. Uh, it's not a coincidence that... Um, the, the Peleites that we're up to, we, we paused for the holidays, right? And um, we started again. And it's, for this week, the Peleites, the, the subject is Goy, which is Goyim. What, and we'll discuss that. Why is it so apropos? Why is it so like, like amazing? Why I open it up? It's because this week's Parsha, which is by my very Mitzvah Parsha, thank you very much. Um, um, is is all of, I mean the essence of, of is B'nai Noach anyone here of B'nai Noach is that's the the the, the Noahs which is really all the Gentiles uh, is a B'nai Noach and there is many different halachas many different laws and we learn it from Noach from this this week's Pasha so and you just open up the Pasha so part of it's actually a short piece in the Peleoids, and I just finished it off with the Pasha, with things I saw from the Pasha. So it was very, very interesting. So the Peleoid says as follows. Um, how to relate to a non-Jew, to a guy, um, is uh, with respect, and never to underestimate the power of a guy, and what we assume as what we have as ourselves what we assume that we are, you cannot assume it on a guy. In other words, um, I could jab at David and I could say, say a line, we all do that. We shouldn't do that, by the way, it's not allowed. But I could jab at uh, Yisrael, Zelmo. Um, I could say online in front of millions of people about his attempted trip to Israel. Um, I could say that, right? And and uh, it would be not a nice thing to do, you know, and how they turn them around um, in Eretz Yisrael. Um, he came and he says, why did I come in now? Why? But, um, I, and you know what? And we'll... My joke about you know what and 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 he'll he'll forgive us right he'll be okay you know and I'm saying it's you're not supposed to do that you're not allowed to do that these things are not but a guy he says there is no way he says you joke you jab at a guy they're gonna come back at you he says they never forget they're gonna they're gonna get you back at one time and point and he said a story I actually saw the story and I said it over years ago. I saw it um, from um, 
from uh, from um, what's his name? Uh, I forgot. And I said it over actually the story, but the story he brings up down is that story about a town that had a non-Jew that was there, and um, many years there was a guy non-Jew there that was a a swine breeder, and I guess those days a swine breeder was a lower class um, guy, and the whole town made fun of him. He was like, ah, uh, you know, the Uncle Schmerl of the town. Many years later, there was a uh, issue de- uh, declared against the Jews, and they sent a delegation to the king, and the delegation came into the king, and they had the shock. It's a true story, because I saw it a few times. You heard the story? He, he yeah. He was the emperor of Rome. He was the emperor of Rome, right. Yeah, it's good. And he became the emperor of Rome, or the king of that, right? And they came in there shocked. They saw the, who's there? It's the pine, the, the, the swine, the swine uh, guy. The guy that they threw stones that made fun of. And it was really bad, because they, they tell, they came in that we're coming from a delegation from uh, Schnippershnock. He says, oh, I was, I lived in Schnippershnock. He says, and I'll never forget the pain and the anguish that I went through. I'm going to give it to you. But what happened was, I think they convinced him that all the pain that they had were not from the Jews. The Jews weren't interested in, in, in that. They, we were, you know, it was from the tavern and that was some place. And they convinced him and he, he let out the decree. But it was a lesson that they learned. Never step on, uh, never do anything because they'll always remember. And um, you got to be very careful. So same thing in our lives. He says, you, have a, uh, you ha- can have a friend don't step on him, even if it's a joke. Be very, very careful. They remember it. Um, so, and it's interesting. I was thinking about, you know, you know the, st- the story, true story with Trump, that he was at a rally for Obama, the first, first time he was running for president. And he was, yeah, he was roasted there. And he was getting, he was, he was the, the, uh, the, uh, uh, the butt of the jokes. He was the, he was the yeah, and he, they were making fun of, and Obama was making fun of, making fun of him, and you see his face, you know, contorting and getting angry, and you heard him say, "I'm going to be president and get him." So he is a guy, good guy, right? And, but you see that that's they, their lives are the mission. You get them. It was embarrassing. It was. I, I don't blame him. I, I'm, I'm glad he did that, but. Um, but what we we all yeah yeah believe it or not he does he's thick, the thicker the skin by the way underneath is is softer yeah yeah the guys who are yeah you can tell by how, how viciously someone really. attacks back whenever someone slices them that's how yeah exactly Israeli yeah so so that's what he says he says uh, it makes a lot of sense he says so what do you do try to assuage their their, their anger. Um, you should give them gifts, um, and you should even take taxes as a kapara. Doesn't say it in that form, but he says as a kapara, it's it's you know you got to pay taxes. You got to cur- you got to get angry at them. It's not going to help you anyway. So you just take it as you know what Hashem wanted me to lose this money. I'll give it to them better than you know having a car accident and uh, not being covered. I, I you know I don't know. He says take it as that. And um, you should always be careful. So, the interesting thing is, is that, so this week's parsha, we have Noyach, and Noyach was our first 
our first righteous, he was a tzaddik, right? But he was a uh, noyach. He was, he's the father not only of us, he's the father of um, Muhammad, he's the father of um, Leroy, he's the, right? He's the father of whatever, every, any other non-Jew. Biden. Um, Biden. No. Same father we have? Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that, that's, that's, that's tough. Blow. Yeah, that's a low blow. Yeah, that is a low blow. Uh, I'm gonna get thrown off the internet, but um, <laughs> blame it on me. Um, but anyway, anyway, um, that is that is Naich, and we see that the world was created, right? The world was created for Tyra. The world was created for Tyra, and this even applies to a guy. So Rashi said that Noach learned the Torah. So the question is, there's a Gemara. The Gemara says that it's usher, it's not allowed for a guy to learn Torah. Why? It's a Gemara. But why? Probably because, the similar reason, by the way, a woman is not supposed to learn Gemara either. That's uh, as strong of an Isser, though? What? That's as strong of an um, No, might not be the same Isser, but it's, Goyim actually is a pretty strong statement in the Gemara. It's, uh, what about Tefillin, a woman? Right, twelve. They're, yeah, they're allowed to. That's the, that's allowed. But Torah for a guy is definitely not allowed. However, it's an abach. It's a shame. Yeah, it's, a, it's really. It's a, it's obviously. There's probably those are the same women that were were born in a different body. You know, like they they associate. They, yeah, yeah. They associate themselves with something else. You know, like. Yeah, that's like the person who says, I associate myself with a vaccinated person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's allowed. That should be allowed, right? Yeah, if, if, allowed. The, if, if, the, if the sex is allowed, then that should be also allowed. Okay, so, yeah, exactly. I identify myself. Anyway, it's the world we live in, right? Um, and listen, we can complain all you want, but the greatest lesson I've heard was from Aaron Leibstein, and somebody who was went to complain to him. He was actually complaining about the uh, sheker in the school systems, in the yeshiva systems. And he was complaining about it. And, and Rav Shaman turned to him and said to him, yeah, it's an Olam sheker. And he says, exactly, it's an Olam sheker. So Rav Shaman turned to him and says, okay, would you like to go to the Olam Ames? <laughs> <laughs> that shut him up. Yeah, it is Arlov Shekhar. This is what we live in. We do the best we can. We try to be MS, and, uh, you know, we uh, have to be the, the voice of reason, and, and that's it. Um, you know, that, we have to accept it. But that is, that is um, so Noyach. So Noyach, the Rashi says that Noyach learned, did learn Torah. So the question is, the Maral asks, how is it possible that he was allowed to learn Torah? He was, um, he was a not, the, the epitome of the non-Jew yet, right? So... Um, so some ask the question, why not? But Avram, but Avram was Makir Hashem. Even though Noach spoke to Hashem, he was he was you know on a, on a talking basis with him, in chilling basis. You know, I just didn't say that. But on a, you know on a very close basis with Hashem, that Hashem spoke to him. But um, he he still didn't accept it the uh, as he didn't accept the Torah like Avram Avinu did. So the question is, how did he learn? But he did learn. How did he learn? How is he allowed to learn? So Levushe Ross says. That believe it or not, it says he was Tamim, he was Tamim, and therefore he was born circumcised. So there was a difference. He realized that he was something special, he was different, he was allowed to do it, which is interesting. Um, the morale says that the prohibition is only applies after the Torah was given. And the egg, interesting, the Gemara says there's two reasons why um, a non Jew is not allowed to learn Torah. One of the reasons is because he's stealing, 
because it's my Russia, it's our um, my Russia to, to, to the Jews. So he's stealing. That's one way, one thing. And another reason is this is this is really out there. He says it's adultery. Why? Because we're married to the Torah. We're or it's sort of like our our wedding, you know. So it's like adultery, you know. And and he's he is only chayev. So the question is, I'm I'm backing up Tyson's question. The question is, a guy is only chayev on the sheva mitzvahs benenov. He's only only responsible to sheva mitzvahs benenov. So how could he be? Forbidden to do something which is not Shevet Mitzvah and the Gemara answers these two reasons: number one, stealing, which is the Shevet Mitzvah Benayich, and number two, it's um, it's adultery, which is one of the Shevet Mitzvah Benayich. So it's it's a, a very interesting thing. And the Rambam actually has a stira. One place it says a guy is allowed to learn, another place it says a guy is not allowed to learn. So Rav Gur, Rav Rav Gur, it's my Rosh Shiva from Eretz Yisrael from Nehemiah. Uh, um, he answers in, in Aravram, and he answers, the answer is, is that, which uh, makes sense, he says, a guy that learns to understand and to see, to do, that's the issue. But if he's a guy who wants to be very well-rounded, and he wants to learn for um, the knowledge and the beauty of it, um, that's fine. He says, only, you know, to take it apart, and perhaps maybe it's not right, because, you know, He's going to take it apart. He's going to use it like sort of against. But but either way, he's not allowed to learn. But if it's for like knowledge, like very very interesting, they had South Korea sent down a delegation. You, you heard about it yeah, yeah. to Lakewood, right? Yeah. And at the yeshivas, and they took pictures and they started learning and they started instituting the Talmud in their curriculum. <laughs> Believe it or not, South yeah, Korea. yeah. But for a long time, been like, because it strengthens their intellect. It strengthens their intellect. Yeah. Very good. Right. Chaim, I don't know how you know all this stuff. This is, yeah, and they sent, the, they had a delegation coming to Lakewood. There were pictures and they were it's learning and they were interviewing. Um, and they brought, they brought it back. And, you know, they picked up the art scrolls. Uh, even the, even with art scroll, you gotta, you, you can't just, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, it's Korea, right, right. Mm. So that was for intellect. So that's allowed. So that's something which um, they want to strengthen their, their minds, and that. So that that he says is allowed, and um, that's uh, one way. And yeah. Very good. It's not allowed. It's not allowed when a guy says, "You know what? I want to see what to do." A guy's not allowed to keep Shabbos. That's our thing. He's not. He. he I want to keep Shabbos. Yes, he's allowed to become a Jew and keep Shabbos. But he can't do it um, to, to, to right. I don't want to say that online. <laughs> <laughs> right, so right, right. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so, but but to learn about it, and that's that's allowed. So Moshe has a true. He says um, there was. A, you know, there was once a um, a guy who who was. Um, Somebody told me that he was learning to become a, a Jew, and he was keeping Shabbat. He was doing all those things, and and the uh, rabbis or Moshe, somebody told him, he says, "Do me a favor before you actually turn the light on once. Tur- turn the light on once during the sh- keep Shabbos. Have this thing. Just do it yeah, once uh, until you're actually a right. What? Carry and borrow part. Anyway, uh, okay, moving right along. Moving right along. Rabbi Moshe says. There was a once a case where they came to ask him that there was a kid in the class. They had to have, in some schools, all over, I mean many schools, even in yeshivas, I think officially, 
if a non-Jew would come to yeshiva that's funded, that you have to accept uh, accept them. And, and there was that school, and it was somewhere out west. And uh, you know, the the father was a Christian, wanted to send. There was no Christian schools, and didn't want public school. And he's a smart guy, and he wanted to send this kid to a Hebrew school. So, can they teach the the kid was in there and he was uh, learning Torah? So he says the whole thing. He says, um, "Learn Chumash. Chumash is, is that they can learn. It's the, it's bio. It's it's, it's history and uh, this." He says, "For Gemara, if the kid, you, you could give him recess and say, yeah, you know, you don't have to. This is too complicated. But if not, you're allowed to do it because you're teaching everybody else, and he's there also, so it's not a problem. But um, also, you're allowed to teach outright." If somebody wants to become Jewish, because that's not that's not like a guy. That's that's the reason to do it. So that's um, that's our um, way. That's how how Noah was able to learn to teach Torah, to to learn the Torah because of he had all these things. He wanted he wanted to learn to be Jewish. He wanted to um, to understand the Torah. He wanted so so that's why he was able to do it. But the truth is is that a guy is allowed to and is supposed to. Learn the Shev Mitzvah Now, the, the truth is there is a Chiyah for us. Just like Chabad, or, and we have Eshet Torah, we go out and we, um, we help teach Torah to Tayyidin. There's actually a Chiyah for us to teach Goyim. Why is it not done? You never, the Shev Mitzvah Now, the only one that ever did it was Lubav Jereba. He actually made a proclamation. It was in 1967, I believe it was, where he actually, Nixon had signed... Um, a certain declaration uh, is called the the upright Gentile, and basically what it was is a declaration that the um, non-Jews will also keep a certain set of laws, and he didn't go as far, you know, open schools for for non-Jews to teach it, and probably the reason is is because we're not there yet. We we have so many issues in our midst that we don't nobody you know we all don't know Torah, so before we could go to the next to the masses. We have to really teach the Torah to our people, and then, and then you know, we can open up things. But perhaps Maisa Mashiach, that's going to be because there's you could spend years learning. I mean, brisk in 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 Eivim Menachai, what's considered Eivim Menachai, you know, and, and they and there's believe it or not, there's countries, China, I believe, or, or one of the Asian companies has Dog Day, which I heard about. That. How do you know everything? What's, <laughs> I can't talk with you. Dog festival. Dog festival they, well, no, but there's one more. You know what they do to the dogs? What? <coughs> they think that the meat tastes better when um, or Shaitan. I heard this from Shaitan. He, he says that um, they think that when they suffer, they suffer. I shouldn't tell this to the dog owners here. They think that if they suffer. Look it up, look it up. They think if they suffer more, the meat is going to taste better. So this, I, I can't even say this online. They skin it alive, they hang it upside down, they scare it, they suffer, and the meat's full. They do it once a year. But that's once a year too much. It's usser. It's, it's, that's usser. It's not allowed. That's sarbal achayim. It's, it's totally against everything that we have. It's sarbal achayim and many things. And it even could be aver menachai, some of it. Because if you take an aver, but you don't eat... It's, so there's a lot. What? Told me that a colleague of his once told him about this restaurant where they serve a monkey and it's like in a like a cage in the middle of the table and they cut its head off and they eat the brain while it's still alive. That's Eber Menachai. Absolutely, hundred percent. All right. So um, there's something that they should learn, and uh, and this is this is very important. Okay. So how do we? How do we? Um, 
How do we de- dealt with them? Of course, the Pelayoid says is that is that if they want to learn, obviously this stuff is is we can definitely teach them, and it's important to teach them. But we shouldn't push it on them because if they're not ready for it, then you know that's that's up to them. And the same neshama, the same way that a uh, a, a Jew, ha- we have a neshama, they have a neshama also. The same way that we have um, afterworld, they also have afterworld in their things. They have most rishonim, most rishonim say that. And that what? So when they come up, what are they judged on? They're judged on the seven mitzvah When they're coming up, they they're, they're you know Hashem's going to say the court's going to say okay. What did you do? We're going to say, well, I didn't know. My Jewish friend didn't teach me the Torah. Yeah, but you know, I, the Jewish friend does not have to teach you the Torah. You know, it's a law of the land that you're not allowed to steal. You're not allowed to do adultery. You're not allowed to murder. Um, anyone else? That, you, you have to follow the courts, court systems. That's also Arias. one of the shit. What? All right, adultery. Yeah, that's, that's, we said that. Uh, we said that. <laughs> right, okay. Avram Nechai, right. But we're still missing one. But, oh, one God, correct. Yes, that's very good. Israel, Zelma, very good. One God. One God is them. Right, right. Manoth, Manoth, So, um, however, however, our, uh, the Goyen says, we said this over Shabbos, I'll tell you, I want to repeat this story, whoever was there Shabbos, Carlos, I'm sorry, um, and, 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 uh, and Sharon, but the Goyen has, uh, this Goyen says that the Jewish soul has an extra dimension. In other words, when Hashem created us, He gave a soul, he, in last week's Pasha, He blew a soul into our nostrils. That's how He created Adam Arishan, our, our great-grandfather. And he blew his... There's a Tzalem Elikim in every single person, including every non-Jew. Tzalem Elikim was a piece of God. However, the guy says, a Jew gets a one level, a, a higher neshama. And the raya is very simple. The, the proof is, is that on Shabbos, we know that we have two neshamas. God doesn't have two neshamas. Right? But even our weekday uh, neshama is a different level, is a higher level. It's so much so that it, it takes the four species, which is a uh, domain, which is a rock. The next th- species is a cha- which is a um, tzomeach, which is a, a tree, grass. And then comes um, a chai, which is go- goes even further than that and moves around and is able to interact. And then a medaber. Medaber is the whole world. However, it goes... And then there's, then there's the nefesh, the nefesh adam, which is uh, nefesh ha-yehudi, which is the, the next level. So, um, so we have to realize... What that is, we are entrusted with the special soul of swallow soul of Yid, and um, even though even a guy has a tzalamikim, we have much more, right? So the story goes. I'll end with this. The story goes. Amazing story we just heard about. Um, there was a driver. His name was Baruch, and this uh, he he did a uh, you know driving business, and he had uh, beautiful sprinters that did, did airport trips and. Um, comfortable if you had the long distance trips that's what he did you know and, and they do nicely um, so what happened was the uh, there was actually a Rashiva that came back with his family from from Israel he called up Baruch Baruch I'm coming back to the airport pick me up I'm there I should get out at uh, 630 um, and you know he comes out they're in touch when he landed whatever he comes out and he sees Baruch Baruch happened to have been was a, a, a Jew Israeli and but he was totally irreligious, totally non-religious. He didn't keep anything, 
and he had tried over the years to, to, to you know, to turn him on to Yiddishkeit, to, to give him a spark, but it, nothing worked. He comes out of the airport with his family, and he sees, lo and behold, this Baruch there. But he's then he's surprised and delighted to see on his head it was this big yam, black yarmulke, and he had his sitzis uh, sticking right out of his shirt, you know. And he even had, you know, the front of the shirt sticking out in the back, the white, you know, the, the, the button-down shirt sticking out, you know, that shows it. So, and he sees a tzitzis, and he, um, he, he, he says, uh, okay, we get it, it's so good to see you, Baruch Hashem, he says, I see you. He comes on, he goes, Baruch, what happened? How, as a driver, tell me, how did, what turned you, I, I tried, what, what turned you on? He says, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the story, we have a few minutes at home, so uh, you'll hear the story. You'll listen to this amazing story, true story. He says that he had a client, the client, a non-Jewish client, and I think he was, he was even Korean, whatever. And the client calls him up and says, I, I need, I'd like to order you um, for a six-hour drive. We have to go six hours, somewhere very, really, really far, to some woods, very, very far, wooden, wooden area. I'll have the directions for you. I'm just giving you the times. Six hours there. I need about an hour and a half, two hours there. And then six hours back. Good. They make up a price. He meets him there bright and early in the morning. He picks up. The, he doesn't ask questions. He's professional. He picks him up the, the the fellow, his client. He drives him six hours. Drops him off. He comes to it's a wooded area, and he goes like there's a path, a dirt path. And his 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 client has a map. He keeps him telling him where to go. Go for this way, that way. Goes deep into the woods. Drops him off. He goes off somewhere into the woods, doesn't see anything, and he's, you know, a little freaked out, and he says, I'm waiting, and then he comes back 10 minutes later, 15 minutes later, 20 minutes later, whatever, he comes back, he goes, all right, I was, no, 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 he says, do me a favor, oh, please, <clears throat> I need you to drive out at least 10 miles from here, stay there, wait over there, I'll call you when, and when I'll pick you up, it'll be in about an hour and a half, but I'll call you then. So he goes, okay, he's even more freaked out. He drives, he, you know, 10 miles, he books, he waits somewhere at, in, in, in a more um, populated area. And um, he waits, he's, he's a little bit uh, freaked out, but he, uh, lo and behold, an hour and a half later, the guy, his client calls me and he says, I picked him up. He comes to the same thing, he picks him up and they start driving home. And on the way, he was trying to hold himself back. He couldn't hold himself back. He said, I, I couldn't hold myself back. Yes, and I said, my, my dear client, he says, I, I'm sorry to ask you this, but if you don't mind telling me, the reason I'm asking you this, I'm concerned that I don't know what you were doing. At least I want to know to protect myself, to protect you. Was there any illegal activity happening over there I should know about now? Was anyone murdered? <coughs> uh, was anyone... Uh, I, I, just tell me. I need to know. So he says, okay, I'll tell you. I, I, you know, you think it's, it's that bad, it's not like that at all. He says, I'll tell you what happened was. He says, I, he says, the guy says, told him that he was diagnosed with cancer a few months ago. And he went from doctor to doctor. And it was stage four cancer. And the doctor said, we can't help you. It's, it's too late. And uh, nothing they could do about it. So he heard about, there was this wizard that lived out here in the woods, and a witch, wizard, whatever it is, that used the kayachatumah, the, the, he used the powers of the other side, 
witchcraft, and it still exists today. And um, there, there is powers there, right? We we all know, and Chazal tells us about it. There's the Koyachatoma, real powers. And incidentally, by the way, that's what Avodah is. People think is, what is an idol? What does bow down to an idol do? What's what's the draw? And the draw is, is that when you see things happening, it's a Koyachatoma, but when you see things happening, right, and, and all of a sudden a pot of gold falls down, right, there's a big Yetzirah to, to, to do that, because there is powers there. They're just not allowed to, they're not stupid people, right? Uh, so anyway, but anyway, what happened was, they're not powered on their own, they're powered they're by Hashem. Powered by Hashem, but it's, it's Koyach It's a Koyach which is now we're not allowed to use. The other side, the darker side, and there's, there's Gemara, right? There's, you, you're allowed to. There's the Koyach that's there. <coughs> anyway, the kids say what happened was, I mean, most of the today, the people, they don't know this power. It needs, needs a lot of learning. So, you know, the, the, the gypsy that's looking in the, in the, in the palm or looking in the, in the crystal ball, that, that's just baloney. That's, uh, that's a gimmick. But, but there are that, that do have it. Anyway, you're not allowed to do it. It's Usr, the Raisa. It's absolutely not allowed. Um, and the guy said he didn't want to do it either, this fellow, but he said he had no choice because he had no other choice. And he said, so I come down. We, it was, he says it was thousands of dollars. It was, was $10,000. He contacted the guy. The guy was a real nasty, mean fellow. And the guy said, whatever, you come, I'll do it. I, no promises, $10,000. So um, he said he took the money. He went down. And he came in. And the guy took his name. And he started doing his hoji fuji stuff. And all of a sudden, <clears throat> he starts screaming and cursing. He starts throwing stuff, his you know, glass and books. And he even turned the table full of his paraphernalia. He turned it upside down and he, and, he, and he started screaming. And he goes, what's going on here? It's not working. He's saying, the power, I'm not getting anything. He says, he says who'd you come with? Because he's deep into the forest. He said, uh, you come alone? He says, no, I, I can't drive that far, I'm, and I'm not, I'm not even so well. I, I, I couldn't even do the trip myself. He goes, so who would you bring? He said, I brought a driver. He said, what kind of driver? He says, ah, some Jewish guy. He goes, ah, a Jewish guy, you brought it to me. He says, no wonder why my powers are not working. He says, it's, you, I can't, and he's cursing. He says, okay, he says, what am I doing? I came all the way. He says, tell the guy he's got to go at least 10 miles away, far, far away. And, 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 and not to come back until, until I'm going to try it again. And he says, that's when I came out. And I told you to go 10 miles away. And I came back in. And everything worked. Every, everything, whatever he did worked. And I, did, I don't even know the rest of the story. If he was healed, if he wasn't healed. Baruch is telling over the Roshiva. He says, I don't even know what happened to my client. I didn't hear from him. I'm not going to call him. And I don't care. It's a Kaya But... What I did, what shocked me to my core was, is that here I am, a non-Jew. Um, my soul is so important. And I didn't do one thing. You know, I never did Shabbos. I never did one mitzvah in my life. Right? I, I have bris milah, but that's it. That's because they did it uh, in the hospital. But I didn't do one mitzvah in my life. I didn't learn one Torah. Yet my soul is so powerful that it's blocking all the evil, evil powers. You can't be evil because of my soul. So he says, imagine how much I'd be if I'd be a real Jew. And that's when I decided, I'm going to learn, I'm going to stop practicing, 
and I'm going to do something. And that is a powerful story, my friends, about how amazing and how powerful our soul is that we get from Hashem. We should realize that power. We should take advantage of our power. And we should say, you know what, let's feed just like an Hashemah. And I heard a beautiful thing in this week's parasha. It says, it says that the Ruach, it, it compares the Ruach of uh, uh, the, came upon the, uh, on the ground. And the Ruach Rashi touches as spirit. But the Ramam touches as wind. Rabbi Sanclair says that, he says, why, what, wind is the same. Spirit, some people don't feel the Hashemah. They don't know, because you don't see it. But it's, it's there. Just like the wind, he says, the wind, the Ramam agrees that it's a spirit, but the wind is a metaphor of the spirit. Why? Because the wind is very much there. It can kill people, right? It can topple buildings, right? It's very much there, but you don't see it. Yet the wind is, is, goes and travels and can do things, pick up things and move things. Same thing as our Neshama. Neshama is very much there, we don't see it. But it's there, it's cursing through our body, it's, it's creating, it's helping us, it's letting us move, and it's, it's, um, it's something which has to be reckoned with, it's something which has to be realized that it's very, very much there. So we should all hop around and get into our neshamas, feed our neshamas, make sure that our, our neshamas are as powerful as they can be. See you in Mr. Shem next week. Uh.